You are listening to Let's Talk. I'm your host, Dr. Hassan Batts. I'm excited for the two young ladies that we're with in the studio today. We have Zalie Sierra. Welcome, Zali. Hi. And we have Arielle Brown. Hi. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I, I'm excited to have you guys here. You guys are from Generation Z, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm from Generation X, so this is like a... a, a intergenerational conversation that we're going to have today. But first off, I want to start with introductions. Sally, tell us. Can I call you Sally? Or? Yes, of course. Tell us a little bit about you, about yourself. So my name is Sally A. Sierra. I'm 20 years old, and I'm the youth director at Promise Neighborhoods of the Lehigh Valley. And I have been working with youth in my community for three years, working on solving youth issues. Okay, beautiful. When when you say Promise Neighborhoods of the Lehigh Valley, we supposed to have that button that we push. It says, <laughs> right. We love Promise Neighborhoods and all that you do in our community. Yes. Okay, Ariel, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm Ariel Brown. I'm 14 years old. I am a student athlete at Parkland High School. I'm a freshman. Okay, how's it feel to be a freshman at Parkland High School? It's an adjustment, but it hasn't been that much of a problem so far. Okay, coming from what what middle school did you go to? Springhouse Middle School. All right, so you're a freshman. First year in high school. Zally, do you remember your first year in high school? Yes, it was terrifying. <laughs> was it? <laughs> Being the short one, too. It was terrifying. Oh, so so our audience can't see you. So how tall were you in high school? Mm, I was probably like five foot. Five foot. And, and I'm five two now, so only grew two inches. So. Yep, yep, yep. And, and, and Ariel, you're 14, you're about six two. Six foot. Don't do that. Six foot. Okay, <laughs> excuse me. All right, so we, we're going to start off straight off the bat with the controversy. So when you say, what are the Gen Z main characteristics? I looked this up, right, mm-hmm. on Google, the, the, the great Google. And here's what they say. They're money-driven and ambitious. They love to travel. They're prone to anxiety. They're known to set boundaries. They're avid gamers. They're nostalgic. They use social media in a unique way. Wow. Talk to me. What resonates? I would say the first one, it was they like to make money, They're right? money-driven and money ambitious. Money-driven. I absolutely agree. Okay. I notice a lot of our kids, that's the one thing they want to learn. How can I make money? money. How can I be an entrepreneur? How can I be a business owner? So absolutely, I agree with the first one. And a lot of them, actually. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Ariel, they're money-driven and ambitious. Mm -hmm. They love to travel. Mm -hmm. They're prone to anxiety. They're known to set boundaries. They're avid gamers. They're nostalgic. They use social media in a unique way. What resonates when you hear that? I would probably say Gen Z being prone to anxiety as a child who has anxiety. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Something in this generation, I think I think it piggybacks off of other generations, is giving Gen Z the more likeliness to have anxiety. Hmm. So so that's interesting, right? Not not only do I notice they say that this generation is prone to anxiety, but you seem much more comfortable talking about things like this. Like, we didn't talk about depression. We didn't mm-hmm. talk about anxiety. Absolutely. We didn't talk about PTSD, right? Mm-hmm. Coming up as, as a Gen Xer. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about that. Where, where's this comfort with, with talking about mental health come from? Mm-hmm. So mental health, I feel like with our adults, I learned, for example, my grandmother and just previous from that generation, too, with my great-grandmother and after, mental health isn't really talked about. Uh-uh. Or, two, also just... Growing up and being raised in a black household, too, you're learned and you're taught to be resilient all the time. That's right. Resilient and, you know, we're all going through something, so, mm-hmm. you know, go through it. 
And now our generation, we're noticing how much it impacts us mm -hmm. in our daily lives. And I feel like we're noticing it a lot with our adults too. Like you we notice it, it with us. our parents. Mm -hmm. Yes, wow. we see it. One thing that I say is we're tired of seeing y'all tired. And that's how it looks. You're tired we, of seeing mm -hmm. us tired. That's mm -hmm. powerful. Yep. Yeah. Ariel, so so you're at the top, Zally. You're you're 20, you said, right? Yep. You're at the top of generation. Mm -hmm. Right Z. behind millennials. Right behind millennials. Mm -hmm. That's another special generation. Right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And Ariel, you're kind of in the middle to the lower end of it at 14. Correct. Um, talk to us about this idea of mental health and how comfortable you guys are talking about it and what supports you have. And, and how, how big is this a part of the conversation with your peers? I believe that mental health, it definitely takes a toll on people. Mm -hmm. And now, instead of seeing people go through things by themselves, others want to help. And by helping, you have to hear out. You have to hear the person. You have The person has to be able to communicate with you. So the idea of of speaking about it and being true about what's going on in your life it's helping not just yourself, but other people be able to to talk about their experiences, to talk about what they're feeling. Mm -hmm. And then it just, it's a continuous cycle. So that way, at one point, anxiety isn't a thing that people have to worry about. So, so you guys are removing the stigma just by having those conversations and listening to each other. That's mm -hmm. beautiful. Um, all right, here's a question for you. What is one thing that you wish the older generation understood? What do you want us to know? What do you want to say to us? For me, being 20 and just now working with Ariel's age group, I noticed that they really don't feel supported. Mm. They don't feel like they can be in certain rooms. Mm. They feel like their opinion doesn't matter in a lot of rooms. And that's something that we got to break down because our youth, especially in this generation, we're quick learners. That's right. And I feel like even our youth, we forget that. We got social media. You know, we're on our phones constantly. We're constantly retaining information and we're creative. So That's we right. should be brought into those spaces more and our opinions do matter. So those spaces, you're talking about like leadership spaces? Absolutely. Leadership spaces, okay. being in just leadership roles in general, mm -hmm. even in your schools, that helps. Okay. Mm -hmm. Ariel, what, what do you want your elders to know? What do you wish the adults in your life knew, the adults in your community? I think that one thing that elders need to understand or learn about our generation is that what they've always had or implemented in their lives isn't going to be the same or always be right in our lives so them having an opinion and knowing straight gay black white certain things that it's not always going to be the same or be right in today's generation so, so you're going to go straight to the heavy issues, huh? Mm -hmm. We're talking about race. We're talking about gender. We're talking about sexuality. Yes. I mean, you're saying the world is changing mm -hmm. and that there's no room for the judgment and antiquated ways of thinking and looking at things. Correct. Now, Zali talked a little bit about leadership, right, and, and mm -hmm. youth having space in leadership. And I know that at Parkland, mm -hmm. at Springhouse Middle School, you were on student councils. Yes. Say a little bit about that. My seventh and eighth grade year at Springhouse, I was the secretary in the student council. I focused on mostly fundraising and mm -hmm. getting the school involved and doing events. Now, I asked you the question on what, what do you want the, the older generation to know? The next question is, what do you want the youth to know, Zali? That's who you work with mm. every day. And you're a big sister, mm -hmm. right? 
what message do you have for your, your little brothers and sisters and all of the youth, right? Mm. So as a youth, I didn't realize how much I was failed by a lot of our systems or labeled to fail by our systems. And I mentioned it in my speeches, just, you know, having a mother who was a youth when she had me mm -hmm. at 15, my father being a gang member and now being incarcerated since I was five years old. And then also a death in the family due to gang violence wow. with a youth, our youth, my uncle Kareem. I want them to realize that you can have a lot of these challenges in your life, but you can still succeed. Mm -hmm. You can still be healthy. You can still want healthy and so, be an advocate, an advocate for the healthy in your life. Not perfect. Wow. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're modeling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so your mom had your 15, your uncle was murdered, mm -hmm. your dad's been incarcerated since you were five, and you're saying it stops here. Mm hmm That's beautiful. What's, what's the message that you have, Ariel, for, for the youth, for your younger brothers, your nieces? I mean. I would probably say determination, not giving up. Although things may happen and they will happen, mm -hmm. it you have to push through. You have to continue to seek out your goals and do what you want to do to make your life better. And not only your life, but other people's lives better. Don't quit. No. Never give up. Never give up. Push through. That's that resilience that you talked about. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. All right, we're going to talk a little bit about bullying. This, 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 this subject always comes up. We talk about it a lot as the adults. Is it real? And you just got out of middle school. Mm -hmm. You just got out of high school. You're in high school now. Is it real? How serious is it? What does it look like? I think that bullying in today's time is not as, well, it is as serious, but it's not, it's not modeled how we, how you assume it to be. It's not people pushing each other and doing things like that. It also includes social media. Social media mm -hmm. is a big aspect mm -hmm. in bullying now. With so, so they're not stuffing kids in a locker or pouring milk in their <laughs> No. <head>. Or <laughs> pulling their <laughs> underwear. Giving them wedgies. Stuff, <laughs> giving no? them wedgies what, yeah. what does it look like on social media? I mean, bullying people just posting photos of people or videos or having audios of people and spinning it around or doing stuff like that and then spreading it. So okay. the spreading of it is what makes it bullying, so to say. And it kind of mm -hmm. doesn't go away, right? Mm -hmm. Wow. Digital footprint. Digital mm. footprint. You guys have to worry about that. They used to, when I was in school, they used to tell us about our permanent record. If you do that, it's going to end up on your permanent record. <laughs> For you guys, it's just digital now footprint. it's a photo you take. <laughs> it's real, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. think the permanent record was real, mm -hmm. but what you're experiencing is real. Mm -hmm. Bullying, Zally, from, from your lived experience and the youth that you work with. What, mm -hmm. Is it real? What does it look like? Well, Ariel hit it right on the nail, like... It's totally different than what our older generations were dealing with with social media. I see a lot keeps of saying that she's like, y'all don't yeah. know what y'all talking about. The world it's different. It's different. <laughs> it's so different, and it's weird because I notice a lot of our youth. I feel like they don't understand the the impact that they're really having, hmm. and it's not a good one. Mm -hmm. And I wish that they would understand that, like even just the things that you see on social media and what you're feeding into your brain. I wish. I also see a lot of racism, Dude. too. Yes, yeah. I've seen people get bullied on, you know, even talking about other kids' religions or okay. talking about their skin tone. It's just an easier way for someone behind a camera, behind a phone, to attack someone. That's and right. it leads into the schools. And that's why we see a lot of violence. That's why we see a lot of anger. That's why we see a lot of 
also confusion with our kids because mm. I feel like they see it one way on social media and then when they're around each other, I don't know. I don't it's different because I remember social media was just now starting. Instagram was just now kind uh, of listen, I thought you were gonna say my No, not MySpace. <laughs> it was definitely Instagram. Definitely okay. Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, everybody was like, Oh, that's for the older people. And we had like musically at the time, okay. so it was just fun. And now I feel like it's taken and now in it a violent route. Now, now it disappears, right? Because you have the uh, like the reels and the stories mm-hmm. and things, so you can say and do Snapchat something. Snapchat is a big yeah. one, and it'll disappear after twenty four hours. Yeah, and they so. make accounts literally designated for school fights. Yep. So I've you seen see, those before. yes, I've mm-hmm. seen, yeah, I've seen them on, uh, I saw them on uh, Instagram. It's, 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 it's mm-hmm. rough. It's rough. So, so you talked about anger. You talked about school violence. Mm-hmm. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about this conversation. We're gonna have this conversation around violence. That's mm-hmm. that's the big one that keeps mm-hmm. surfacing. You know, whether yep. you're talking to adults or you. You're here with Doctor Bats and Let's Talk. We're sitting with uh, Zalier Sierra and Ariel Brown, and we'll be back shortly. Weekend Edition Saturday is a well-rounded news talk program about the economy, music, literature, and more. Join host Scott Simon and company as they discuss the latest events happening around the world. Start your weekend off with great programming beginning with Weekend Edition Saturday at 8 a.m., followed by NPR's Fresh Air Weekend at 10 a.m., and great folk, blues, and Americana on all Reed Street at 11 a.m., all here on WDIY. For program support, we thank Lehigh Valley Style, the magazine the Valley lives by, celebrating the people, places, and things unique to our region. Subscribe today or view the digital edition online at lehighvalleystyle.com. Welcome back. You're here with Dr. Hassan Batts, and you're listening to Let's Talk. We're in the studio with Arielle Brown, freshman at Parkland High School. You said a student athlete. Yes. Are, Are you good? You're all right. That's what Jordan used to say, right? And we have Zalie Sierra. Zalie, you are the youth coordinator at Promise Neighborhoods of Lehigh mm-hmm. Valley, 20 years old. And Zalie, you, you closed us off talking about this idea of, of youth at times being angry because of the bullying, because of the experiences. Ariel started us off talking about mental health and anxiety. And, and, and you mentioned like that's where some of the violence comes from. The conversation needs to go there. I want to talk about this idea of school violence. Are you safe? Are you scared? How do you feel? Is it real? What do you need? I mean, I, I know that's a lot, but let's have that conversation. Hmm. Tell me about school violence. What have your experiences been and what are your thoughts? So when I was in school, I remember I didn't feel safe. Oh. And it didn't have to do with the staff or anything, but it definitely had to do with the students. Mm-hmm. And around that time, I was just confused myself. Like, why are we all fighting each other? Why are we all angry with each other? So when you say fighting, you mean physically fighting? Physically, okay. yep. Physically, with your words, yeah. with just the nasty look you get in the hallway, the person not wanting to sit with you in class. Mm-hmm. Like, that's different acts of violence in my that's eyes right. in that's school right. as a youth. That's right. Mm-hmm. We always say rejection is violence. Exactly. Uh, did, did, did anyone ever bring a gun to school? Did you have metal detectors? Did you, like, mm-hmm. like... So I lived in Florida for six years of my life and in Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. And we had a school shooting, um, Stoneman Douglas. Wow. And that was on Valentine's Day. And it was horrible. You were there? I wasn't there, but our school was very, very close. So yeah. it impacted us heavy because we knew people 
So we had some friends that were there and we knew some of the staff. It was just crazy. You saw how in that incident, when you see lives being taken in your school with kids, with it's it's very sad. You will literally see. I'm just like getting stuck because I'm just remembering everything, just being in an auditorium and seeing empty seats and just a school grieving. That is the last thing that you want to go through as a as a youth. Genuinely. I, I hate that you had to experience that. That sounds horrific. Ariel, mm-hmm. school shootings, do you feel safe in school? That's the first question. Are you safe? I think I generally feel safe at school. Okay. And then when you read these things on, on the news, or like one example is we just had three shootings recently. There was one at Bowie State. There mm-hmm. was two in, two in Maryland, right? Bowie, what's the Bowie. other one? Huh? Bowie. Oh, is that his name? Bowie. Excuse me. So Ariel's actually from Baltimore, so uh, she, that's no. why she's like checking me, right? It's Bowie State. Bowie, yeah. I think Morgan's the other one. Mm-hmm. And then up by IUP, there was something that, that occurred, right? Because uh, because your cousin Mikey goes there. Yes. How do you feel you hear that? Like at colleges, that there are shootings at parties outside of colleges and things like that? I mean, overall, it's heartbreaking, to say the least, because mm-hmm. it's supposed to be, especially when it's at a party, it's supposed to be a time where people get together and they have fun and they're able to share ideas or even clubs and stuff but then it seems to spin around and turn into something that is sad and people have to grieve over and That's people right. need emotional support from yeah we, we we have to learn ways of, of of better problem solving right we need to learn our coping skills <laughs> learn better coping <laughs> skills i mean do you think this comes from watching adults and their violence and aggression I I believe, honestly, social media plays a big part in are you feeling like it's okay? Mm. You know, I feel they find it cool to have a gun with them. Mm. And they don't understand because you're young. You know, you're, you're listening to drill music. We get it. You know, it's fun every now and then. But that isn't how you should want to portray your life so young. Right. Because it can lead to violence. Right. The certain things that, you know, they're rapping about or what you're seeing on the news a lot of our youth are also left desensitized. Wow. Sometimes you sometimes you sound like you're 45 years old when you, when you speak. <laughs> do, do you agree, Ariel? I, I mean, mean, yes. I think social media definitely plays a big part in it. Because, I mean, from people in our generation watching older people do things that adults are, quote-unquote, allowed to do, okay. it makes kids look up to them want to do the things that they're doing when overall they need to just be a kid go to school so we have to watch our behavior my mother used to say don't do what i do do what i say do what i say not what i do Mm -hmm. so she'd have a cigarette in her mouth and telling me don't smoke cigarettes and ariel what you're saying is if we don't want you guys to smoke we need to not smoke all right Mm -hmm. yeah we have to be better Mm -hmm. role models exactly uh let's let's lighten the conversation a little bit i want to talk about what means the world to you what things are important to you that's an old Cameron song. I don't know if you know that. You guys don't even know who Cameron is. No, I do. <laughs> I do. What means the world to you? All right. Ariel, yeah. what means the world to you? My family. My my family, mostly. I mean, I always want to see my family and everybody that I surround myself with thrive. Mm. Probably my future. I'm really mm. big on my future. I want to succeed. I want to do what's I was put on this earth to do. I want to 
play. I want to do sports. I want to get my dream job. I want to make money. I want to be able to pro- to provide for my family. I want to, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think or talk like that at fourteen. So that's you are you are a phenomenal young lady, Zalie. What means the world to you? So I would start off by saying my mental health first. Okay. I feel if I don't have my mental health in check first, how am I able to, you know, love on my family or love on my community? So, yeah, then also what's important to me, my family and my community. What do you, what do, you do for self-care? When you talk about mental health, what do you do to maintain your mental health? So I just recently got back into reading again okay. and journaling. That has helped a lot. And also sometimes you just need alone time. That's right. Sometimes you just need to be in your room with your music and just think and just in that mo- in that time you're be- you become self-aware of how you are like I've learned my own behavioral patterns that I've had I've learned how to heal certain things that I've never thought I had to heal from so mm. just that alone time sometimes helps and then talking to people too I'm a big venter I need to call my friend after a long day and if they're open and Willing to hear me, sometimes that helps. Nice, nice, mm-hmm. nice. Okay. So it says, characteristics of Generation Z, they love to travel. Tell me about where you want to go, about this idea of travel. Because that, that one stood out to me, because I love to travel, I guess. So I'll say for me, everybody knows I love the sun. I mm-hmm. love the ocean. Mm-hmm. So if it's not Florida, where everybody knows, I would go to Bali, Indonesia, Okay. Yes. You just, you just a little different. A little different. <laughs> About four thousand dollars. Yes, manifesting. Manifesting right. is key. That's so right. I would love to go there. Anywhere where I can feel invisible. Sometimes that's mm. self care too. Mm. Sometimes you don't wanna just you know blend in. Like, yes, exactly. Wow. Travel. Let's talk about travel. I mean, I just recently got my passport, so anywhere outside of the country. Hey, honestly. passport at fourteen years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I really want to go to Brazil, okay, Rio de Janeiro to be specific, but really Brazil. And then I want to travel and see most of the Caribbean countries. So okay. Jamaica, Cuba, Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, so-and-so. That's, that sounds exciting. Mm-hmm. A little closer than Bali. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I say that right? Bali? Bali? Bali. 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 Yeah. <laughs> My pronunciation is off. I saw the way you guys were looking at me. All right. Generation Z is the most diverse connected, and tech-savvy generation ever. You started laughing, Ariel. Diverse, connected, and tech-savvy generation ever. Diverse. I think that in Generation Z, people are starting to be themselves and be okay with it. Mm. They They are figuring out who they are, and they are accepting it, and they are allowing other people to accept it. Unapologetically. Correct. So there's this conversation about uh, critical race theory, right? Mm -hmm. There are books in your school that you can't read Mm -hmm. about racism, about the enslavement of Africans, Mm -hmm. about, you know, how do you feel about that? Like like not being able to have a full conversation in in schools. I mean, as a student who is supposed to be there for learning, I feel Mm -hmm. that we should be able to learn the whole story, learn the full picture instead of getting bits and pieces that are quote-unquote appropriate enough for us mm. where your mind may be levels ahead of where you actually are. Mm. 
and and when I say your school, in your school in general, that's not mm-hmm. the case. But Zali, you said you're you lived in Florida for some time. Mm-hmm. In Florida, you can't have this conversation. Oh yeah, no. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I. It's different than it was here. I did see a lot of our kids. They were very expressive of themselves. In Florida. No, here. Okay. In the Lehigh Valley, but in Florida, you don't see that as much. Mm-hmm. And once I graduated and I learned, I was just like, wow. I don't feel like I learned anything at all. I feel like I learned the lies, wow. and I didn't learn the truth, so and you, I don't you feel prepared. It in real time, from, mm-hmm. from the books being banned and the, the rewriting history. Yep. Wow. I you didn't learn feel... what I f- feel like I needed to learn mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to prepare me for my future and to understand myself more as well as wow. being Puerto Rican, Vietnamese, Black. We didn't learn too much. You just learned, you know, Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue. 1492. <laughs> like, that's what you learned. That's what you learned. Yeah. What is the Nina the Pinta and the Santa Maria? Mm-hmm. What did you want to know? Mm. What did I want to know? Or what have you learned that you wish you would have known? Like, like, what has excited you? Well, we know our schools are not set to build us into business owners, mm-hmm. leaders. Mm. It shapes you to be a worker and just a slave to society. Mm. And I've learned that um, as I've gotten a little older. And that's what I wanted to know. How can I be a leader in my community? I didn't just want it in the ROTC room when I'm going to join the military. I want to learn, hey, I can make T-shirts and profit off of it and actually make an impact with it and also support myself. That's what we needed. We needed a space to be creative and not formed into their own ideas of what we need to be like. And and, and that goes back to you, Ariel, because you keep saying the world has changed as we know it, right? Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you want to know? What do you wish that was being implemented, exposing you to it during your education? I mean, you're 14. What do you want? I mean, along with the diversity aspect, I wish that we learned more people's backgrounds. We learn, okay, the slaves, we learn the black, we learn black people, we learn white people, Christopher Columbus, they came from England, blah, blah, blah. What about the Native Americans? What about the Pacific Islanders? What about, I wish that they implemented more of that into the curriculum instead of taking two chapters to learn about slavery, then work, then learning about somebody else. Mm. So they don't spend a lot of time on like the indigenous populations or, mm, or Bali. All right, Dominican <laughs> Republic, Bali, Bali. Yep, Bali. you said it right the first time. Yep, yeah, I agree. Okay, here, here, here. Tell me about your best friend. That's the question I need to know. My best friend. I've known her since we've been in second grade, when I first moved to Pennsylvania from Maryland. We've been friends till now. She is a cheerleader. She goes to Parkland High School. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's a lot. Tell us about your best friends, Allie. So I'm going to shout out Tai because I know he's definitely going to tune in. Shout out to Tai. <laughs> yeah, so I've known Tai since I was nine years old. And our friendship is something special. I feel like we are friends, but we're family at the mm-hmm. same time. We've been through a lot of different things together, just being youth mm-hmm. together and our families. And we've experienced death together. We've experienced heartbreak together like just so many different things and we definitely teach each other resilience throughout that wow thank you uh we're gonna close out anything you guys want to share in closing anyone else you want to shout out 
Ariel, bring us home. You can just say goodbye if that's what you don't like in closing. Goodbye. All right. Zally, in closing, anything you want to share? Anyone you want to shout out? Definitely let your youth take over with certain things. We might surprise you. <laughs> so, so what I've heard is we can do it mm-hmm. and the world is changing. Get out of our way. Mm. There's an old Tribe Called Quest song. You guys know who Tribe Called Quest is? No. Look at that. Mm. Hip-hop is 50. 50 hip-hop just turned 50, man. 50 yes. years old. So shout I out to hip-hop. Shout out to hip-hop. <laughs> I came up in hip-hop, right? This, mm-hmm. And this isn't pop smoke and little dirt. This is something different. But the Tribe Called Quest said, Tribe said, they named their album, actually. Thank you for your help. We got it from here. Mm. And that's what you guys are saying. Thank you for your help. We got it from here. Yep. yep. We're next. You've been listening to Let's Talk. I'm Dr. Bats. We've had Ariel Brown, Zaye Sierra. Thank you all for joining us. The, the, the torch is being passed. I will say the earth shakes as I sit here with you guys, mm. and the future is bright. Thank you to all the listeners. Until next time, be well. Peace. If you enjoyed this program, please go to WDIY.org or the WDIY app to share or become a WDIY member.